Who doesn't want to sit around a table with a cup of coffee or tea and listen to honest conversations around issues everyone avoids in person? Especially when we're secretly wondering and having those conversations in our heads. Well, this podcast is just for you. Join our host, You Mind, on Sit With You podcast and dive deep into the tough, difficult, and relatable life experiences she will be sharing from her own life and that of each guest she has on the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sit With You. I'm your host, You Mind. And we've been having a series of conversations with some of my family from Cape Town, my friends uh, that I work with when I am in Cape Town. And today with me in the studio is Salvi Williams. He's one of the most uh, down-to-earth people that I know. And uh, just being able to speak to him about his journey as a musician and a missionary is just something that I believe that as we listen to him, we'll have so much to glean from and just learn. Welcome to sit with you, Selby. Hi, Peggy. Um, thank you for this opportunity. Man, um, it's so good to have you here. It's an it's a pleasure and honor to be here with you today. Thanks for taking time out. I know <laughs> it's been a busy uh, <laughs> week, so, but yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, last night I was mm-hmm. actually um, doing an update video, and I was saying in the video, mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. It's been a year. It's been a minute, and mm-hmm. I am done. <laughs> you must be exhausted. You've had quite a year, Selby. Yeah, it's been an interesting year. Um, I really thought in the beginning of the year my journey would have taken a different direction. But mm-hmm. um, I think three months into this year, things went differently than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. How would you introduce yourself to the people that are listening to you here uh, from across Zimbabwe, across South Africa, across the world who listen into this podcast? Wow, that's such a, <laughs> a big question. I, I would say that I am your normal human being that's, you know, the, that walks the streets. Um, whenever people give titles or, or yeah, certain things, um, towards them I feel like there's always an expectation but I just want to be known as a down-to-earth person person um, that can connect with anyone whether you're big and high and famous or whether you are just a normal person in the street Um, I want to relate to anyone um, that I um, get in connection with and so I would say um, I am Selby Williams, actually Selby Warren Keith Williams, that's my full names. Mm-hmm. Um, born and raised in Worcester, a, a small time boy, a person who loves serving others. Um, mm-hmm. Also love to be like serving, it, it goes along with serving, working hand in hand with people, um, mm-hmm. seeing where I can um, fill the gaps, where I can take hands with people. Um, yeah, and, and I'm, I also love the outdoors. I love mm-hmm. experiencing new things. I love, I love running. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it's good to be active and it keeps me active. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Uh, 
guys, you know, Selby is one of the people that when I came to start working with South Roots International a few years ago, who received me and he, he was the one in charge of just hosting me and, and hospitality and I felt so, so seen, so, I felt so seen, I felt so heard, I felt looked after and, and just having you there, Selby for me was uh, a brother away from home and, and I don't have like, in my family we're only girls, we don't have a brother, we have a cousin, mm. we have cousins and, and one of our, my closest cousins uh, is, is Godfrey, uh, my cousin, he's always been the one who's been very protective and outside of him, I didn't have a lot of people mm-hmm. growing up that would be like that mm-hmm. apart from the friends that I made who yeah. were males. Mm-hmm. And then just coming into South Roots and having you there was so amazing for me because I felt like I had someone to look out for me genuinely. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't because uh, you expected me to be anything else other than myself. And I, I just loved that. That yeah. helped me to relax a bit more mm-hmm. and to be able to just uh connect and then settle down mm-hmm. in my new environment yeah that was so helpful for me thank you for doing that for me it's been a pleasure <laughs> yeah and and now selby i'm looking at you and i'm thinking yo when i met you in 2017 um you were just serving and and one of the things that i could see about you is you loved to sing mm-hmm. and you have this amazing voice Guys, for those listening, he would do a cover of like a John Legend uh, song and you would think, whoa, where is John Legend? You must come and see this guy because <laughs> no one does this like like that. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And, and I would always be inspired because he wouldn't pick up ears because he's been on stage and he's received a standing ovation and people have told him how much he has this gift. This gift wasn't who he is. So you'd walk off stage and, and still remain Selby. Mm. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Biggie, first of all, I just want to say um, re- relationships is one of the things that I highly favored. And, um, and so it is a natural thing for me to make sure that people feel comfortable, mm-hmm. um, that they are um, that they are. Um, part of what is happening in the space that where I am mm-hmm. and so that's why I think um, it was important to make you feel that you are part of us whether mm-hmm. <laughs> you came into a new space um, mm-hmm. yeah because I, I, I've always felt like I've been the outcast and mm-hmm. so I I want to create that space for people where they they can connect um, mm-hmm. they can be themselves and especially if they find themselves in a new environment Mm-hmm. And so with the music, um, you know, I I was actually very shy when, when I first started with music and mm-hmm. thinking of singing. Never wanted to speak in front of people. And mm-hmm. um, I think, so my biggest fear um, is people's judgment. <laughs> because I've always felt like people judge me. Um, and sometimes, you know, people don't know. They don't have background um, mm-hmm. of where you're coming from. And so people, yeah. You know the world today mm. and so music um i think i don't know how and how i forced myself to actually do it um and so when when i think of me as an artist you know it, every time when I'm on, I, I'm on stage i feel like i need to step into a different personality in terms of to have courage and boldness and to do this thing because mm. there are times when i get so nervous um, mm. that I 
almost forget the lyrics. Like, I don't know wh- how the song starts. Mm. That's how nerve-wracking it gets. Um, but I know that the beauty of, of what I carry is, oh, yeah, that, that is within me, in, or within my music. Yeah, mm. I, I always um, try and hope that whatever I bring across in my music mm. brings light, um, brings life, um, um, hopefully changing the atmosphere as well. And mm-hmm. so um, sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming because mm-hmm. I don't know always how to be social with people afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually, I always say this and people don't believe it, um, I'm actually introvert. I need to be mm-hmm. first introverted before I can be, you know, social mm-hmm. and um, what's the other word? Extrovert. Extroverted, yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's interesting because sometimes the conversations can be easy, but sometimes I'm like, I'm done with this now. I need to be in my space. Please mm. leave me alone. Mm. For you to be able to be energized again. Yes, yes, mm. yes. Um, but I, I, I must say, looking back on this journey, it's it's been a lot of, there's been a lot of growth. Mm. Um, there's been ups and downs, mm. you know. Um, but there's also, like I said now, um, there's been a lot of growth I can see in myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. South Roots International is a non-profit company with a MPO and PBO status. It was established in 1997 and was based in Rudeval in the Western Cape. South Roots International has a mandate of cultural redemption, restoring a culture to God's original design and reconciliation using performing arts as a tool. It uses musical theater and cultural expression to tell the story and redemptive purpose of the foundation nation of Southern Africa. Besides musical theater, South Roots runs schools, seminars, and workshops in cultural redemption and has various projects for social transformation. It has impacted audiences around the world from Europe to Asia, America to Africa, displaying God's character through the beauty and diversity of our Southern African expressions. So uh, I want to take you back to something you said. You said, I've always been an outcast. Can you take us back to how you grew up uh, in Vusta? You, you talked about I'm a boy from Vusta. Yeah. What's Vusta like? What was it like growing up? Um, why did you feel like an outcast? What made you feel like that? Could you share a bit of context for that? Um, yeah, so the thing for me, I so I grew up in Vusta and uh, I think it was around when I was six between the age of six and ten, I think, mm. um, I, I had a traumatic, um, what you can say, how can I say this, an experience. So my parents got divorced mm. when when I was young, and so that had a very big impact on myself mm-hmm. and my brother. Mm. And so I think it is, it's so unfair for a, a child that age to choose between his mother and his father. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. I've gone through some very um, not so nice experiences in that mm-hmm. time. Um, 
you know and actually I've, I've realized as well that myself and my father we our relationship was not the best mm-hmm. and so um, I always clean towards my mother even though she also had her stuff um, mm. and so eventually my mother saw other men and mm. um, and in that time we were uh, it was very abusive even mm. in that space um, for us um, and so yeah I, I, I'm, I almost want to say I've always been a mother's boy you know clean, mm. clean to my mom because she I felt um, there was a close relationship with her and mm-hmm. so my father and myself we I just knew that he was in the space and that's it and I know he's been a provider and all those things mm-hmm. but I longed for something more than just him being there and being mm-hmm. present and so um, yeah so growing up we're called a lot of names and, and mm-hmm. a lot of stuff by um, other children other, by, yes yes mm-hmm. and even in our so it was very bad to the point like um my parents would fight and stuff and mm-hmm. it won't be just in the house it would be like oh, wow. out mm-hmm. so people outside can hear or see and mm-hmm. knew what was happening and then they they come away from that with an opinion yeah and so yes mm-hmm. and so you know kids as well Mm. they say stuff without you know knowing being conscious of what they are saying Mm. and so um and sometimes they can be um not so insensitive on what's the word yeah yeah yeah, they can be insensitive um and so um yeah it it was tough it was tough um to break out of that you know shell of me being shy and gone through those experiences Mm um and i think as a especially in my high school um, years I I had to step out more and, and mm-hmm. you know um, out of those fear of what people will say and mm-hmm. what people are saying already mm-hmm. um, but they don't know my backstory they don't know where I, I've, I've come from they don't know what I've been through mm-hmm. and you know sometimes um, I was actually watching a series the other day and mm-hmm. um, the person said um, because it was about a person that lost his sight and so he's been seen as uh, disabled but mm-hmm. actually all of us are in a way disabled mm-hmm. um, and so by hiding what what our disability is we pick on people you know mm-hmm. um, that where it's more obvious and, and, yeah. and people mm-hmm. can see it yeah, and so we tend to be mean to each yes, other. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, because we wanna break our we break wanna break our um, others down to make us feel more, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, it's been it's been a journey. It's been a journey of healing and you know, um, speaking out of of stuff. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's still a, a journey of growth. And mm-hmm. so yeah. So with that sort of background where you and, and your father are journeying to try and make your relationship better than it is, what um, conversations around the role of men or fatherhood or masculinity uh, or fulfilling uh, relationships would you want to have with men that are listening to this podcast right now? No, my sis, like I've, I've been through a lot of trainings and stuff where they speak about um, the importance of the father in a certain age 
of, of a child's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so important for fathers, father figures to be involved in, mm-hmm. in their children's lives. It's not just a mother's uh, place to, you know, nurture and look after and mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that is what the what people perceive it to be. Um, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the mother's role. The father is the one that's that's working and make sure that there is food on the table and and and. and. Mm-hmm. But I've always, you know, I've I've looked at um, stuff on TV and I see fathers playing with their kids. Um, mm-hmm having certain activities with their with their kids being involved um teaching them how to shave even though you know sometimes there's no hair yet but you Mm. just do it um um and yeah just teaching them the normal stuff that they need to know as as boys but not just teaching them so that they can know it but also being present in that moment um um, there's a there's one of our elders. His, uh, his name is Uncle Freddie, mm-hmm. and I've I've admired his relationship with his um, boys. Mm-hmm. You know, they were. It's I think it it was almost every night when we were like staying over at their house, um, where he would make time to go lie next to them and then just check in and have conversation. Um, and that for me was such a beautiful thing and your and, and made me long for for that and mm-hmm. so even to just have conversation um outside um it being you need to be a man you need to man up you need to you know mm-hmm. be this mm-hmm. macho yeah. man when you're out there you must be bold <laughs> yeah um but sometimes it's tough to have all those things yeah. um and so you need that space where you can actually just be honest and be real and be true yeah. um, and say, listen, yeah, um, today was a bit not so nice because yeah. I experienced this and this and this. And so to have that conversations with with um, with fathers, fathers and sons, yeah. um, like a close relationship, not just um, on the surface, yes. I'm providing for you, so yes. I'm the father. Yes. But more than that i am present I, I i am there for conversations i am there emotionally available yes 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 yeah. um yeah because there are certain things and i've experienced when uh, like when i at my twenties, and mm-hmm. you know it's so you you you're unsure how to navigate certain things because mm-hmm. i've never there's, there's never been a conversation about those emotions or whatever yeah. things mm-hmm. I'm experiencing um, because you just have to be macho, macho because mm-hmm. you're a man, you need to man up and you need to do this and this and this and this um, and so, yeah to But what does that actually mean? What yes. does it look like? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, yeah mm. that's, that's so good, Selby, because I think the concept of what a man is over the years has been so much that is toxic even mm. like men like when I grew up they, they used to talk about men don't cry yes like almost like men are not supposed to have emotions Emotion, but we are built with emotions so I love to cry baby. emotions supposed to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. I love this song you know uh, mm. it, it, it's almost like it's been it's like a lit outlet of mm. something that if you you've been carrying and it's yeah it's good to cry <laughs> mm. 
mm-hmm. and and let go of your emotions um because mm-mm. i yeah yeah it's unhealthy to bottle any emotions enough, yeah. up and we expect men to just be immune yeah. to emotions and then uh we start dealing with the society of angry men and mm. we wonder where that anger is coming from yeah unchanneled emotions will yes. turn into something yes. frustration yes. anger rage yeah. all of those other things mm. and it's not healthy what if we just create a platform on the table for the men to be mm. just to be i think yeah. i think that's really good talk to us about the the work that you are doing so you just released an album yay yes <laughs> And you released a song that's been doing really well, mm-hmm. and and it's called uh, Unuangu. Yes. And it's in Shona, guys. Yeah. It's in Shona. Uh. <laughs> I thought that was really a good uh, tribute uh, to all Zimbabweans and all Shona speakers. Thank you for doing that. Mm. Uh, but speak to us about how you got to this place where you're now this recording artist you have an album to your name and mm. just been performing and yeah. going to radio interviews my God, you're my a God. celebrity oh wow <laughs> am i though um <laughs> you know piggy mm. like i said earlier um the journey has been very interesting um mm-hmm. and i think for me the most important part of this journey was to be in a place of obedience um mm-hmm. and so yeah and and my faith kept me going you know mm-hmm. um I've, i've done so many things in terms of of specific specifically the music mm-hmm. um wanted to sing and wanted to have this opportunity one day to record my own stuff mm-hmm. and so early in fact last year i i took part in a singing um program mm-hmm. um called arte kafia um mm-hmm. And it's it's basically about enhancing Afrikaans, our language and mm-hmm. our cultures, and you know there's so many dial dialects within mm-hmm. our language, um, Afrikaans, because my people speaks a different dialect to the people um, who stays in Cape Town or um, even um, colored and 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 and, and whites speaks a, a different dialect. In fact, whites with the different white people even. Um, mm. in South Africa speaks different from the people in Pretoria than the people mm. in Cape Town and so yeah and so the importance of um, bringing that um, richness of, of the language and the culture mm. and empowering that and championing in, in um, championing that so that is what um, the Atika fear does and so mm. I had the privilege to be part of it um, and it's mm-hmm. it's been such a beautiful journey um, of learning and of shaping and of you know um, really uh, throwing me into the deep um, mm-hmm. and so I had the experience or not the experience but the um, the privilege to be in a space where I can learn from musicians that have been in the industry um, for a long time and so mm-hmm. I took part in the program and out of that they um, take 10 people to the next um, round of the program and so uh, mm. previously they operated as a singing competition but nowadays it's more of uh, empowering artists mm-hmm. um, and especially local artists and so um, I was then chosen to be or chosen as part of the top 10 finalists mm-hmm. 
and so there they actually um, prepare you for the industry and so recording music and what it why um why it is important to record your stuff and to register all the admin sides mm. side of um you being a musician mm. and i was like wondering what does this have to do with me um Peggy? Mm. and so i then had the opportunity to record my very first song because so by the end of um the program we had to write we've been writing a lot of songs here mm-hmm. i've never written music so much music in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so and in fact i never knew that i had that capability within me and it was mm-hmm. so beautiful to discover that in that time mm-hmm. and so um by the end of of that time we we had a song and so i hadn't i then had a, had the privilege um, I think out of the ten, four of four of us had the opportunity to record um, wow. our songs. That's amazing. And that was amazing. It was mm-hmm. definitely amazing. It was, um, you know, and just being in the space um, where people value what you have, your gift, and mm-hmm. that is willing to invest in that. Mm-hmm. And so, I recorded my first single for Eva Geno, um, and so. And that was last year, December, it mm. was released. Um, and so early this year in April, around April, mm-hmm. Atika Fia approached me again. So, and then I was like, um, send me a, a long message. And I was so interested in what is this? Mm-hmm. And so they offered to record a EP album. Mm-hmm. And so it, I was so excited um, because I had to, um, I have five songs and, and record those and there's a whole there was a whole um, operation around this project in terms mm. of the studio and everything um, the band they set up everything and so mm-hmm. basically what they gave me was a budget um, mm. and I had to work around that um, Wow! Mm-hmm. It, and it also helped me to manage myself and you know as an artist the importance of building yourself your profile and how you're supposed to handle mm-hmm. yourself in terms of the admin side of, of, of a musician mm-hmm. and so i then recorded five songs mm-hmm. um it was your piggy i think i had two songs that i had and then i had to write another one and mm-hmm. i was stuck because i think i had three in total i still had to no i had two mm-hmm. um and so I did Unuwango with a friend. Mm-hmm. So the concept was, um, as we all know, Unuwango means Ubuntu. Or, mm-hmm. um, I am because you are. And so um, I wanted to address the thing of, especially in this generation where it's me, myself and I, you know, selfie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, but, but we had a conversation in that time when, when, I, when I had the thought in mind that it's so important for us whether you're black white whatever color color you are mm-hmm. um we need one another um mm-hmm. and you know the bible says um two are better than one and yeah. so and mm-hmm. the impact can just be bigger and better if you you know you do it together as a team mm-hmm. and so i had this concept um, um and then I, l- I listened to because i love languages and so mm-hmm. i went on youtube to find other ways you know to say ubuntu and so i discovered um the sauna word or the mm. sauna meaning and it it's it had it had such a beautiful um explanation um mm. 
the person that I've listened to it. Um, and so I then spoke to my friend and I said to her, this is the idea. Mm-hmm. And we then tried to do, a sp- we tried to do the song and put it together. But it was mm-hmm. a struggle, honestly. Like I was really at a place where I was like, uh, what do you call it? Um, I couldn't write anything. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really struggling to just get a concept or an idea or even just words um and so eventually i spoke to my friend and i said to her um listen we have a chorus you go to your space and i go to my space and i work on a verse you work on a verse and then we kind of come together and so um i feel like every song on this album um has a has a, has a beautiful story and um most of it is in fact, all of it is, is my own journey and my own story. Mm-hmm. And so um, it was a beautiful experience, like I've said earlier, um, just to see the worth um, that people are willing to invest into into what mm-hmm. I have. Mm-hmm. And so I recorded it in one of the most well-known studios, music studios here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked, there were people that, um, that's been in the music industry that worked on this album. And so the title of the album actually is Here is Ek, um, mm-hmm. meaning Yeah I Am. Mm-hmm. With all, so that specific song speaks about um, also my journey of forgiveness and, and, you know, releasing, especially what I've mentioned earlier mm-hmm. about my mother and my father, they're divorced. Um, also that um, um, part of my journey where I then disconnected with my mum and because of all the stuff that happened, Mm-hmm. I had a certain grudge towards my mom and so the Lord really challenged me to you know approach her and to release her um, mm-hmm. um, for my own well-being as well mm-hmm. and so that song speaks about that journey of you know releasing and, and forgiving and mm-hmm. all of those stuff I am where I'm at today and so yeah it's been mm-hmm. a beautiful journey wow in what areas of your life um, has uh, rejection become almost redirection? I know you've mentioned some stuff already with how now this body of work embodies your story. It's part of your experiences that you're talking about. Where else in life have you seen where something uh, that meant to reject you or kind of push you out as an outcast has now turned out as redirection or become a blessing yeah <laughs> i actually don't know how to answer that um mm-hmm. um yeah i'm thinking now i think just my old journey um mm-hmm. i would say um i really thought in fact my family my especially from my father's side mm-hmm. of the family you know i've always i've always felt like um my brother and myself were never good enough as the rest of the other um grandkids are mm-hmm. and um you know and there's been a lot of conversation conversations about how our upbringing upbringing was and how things were challenged challenging for us and you know Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying this out of, you know, boastfulness or pride or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of those cousins that, you know, my family were like, so for, 
none of them most of them in fact in the in the grandchildren um that we as we grew up with because they came you know a few new ones in in the family as well mm. um but those one that those ones that we grew up with um most of them in fact none of them finished school mm. um they either ended up pregnant or yeah you know mm. and so i i think just to sit here today and, and you know thinking back on, on, on this journey and it's so sad um because mm. uh, i would have wanted my family support in in this journey but you know it's, it's still it's not what it what i expect it to be and this is not my you know my father and mother mm. i'm speaking about um mm. my father's family mm. um just to celebrate this journey with me mm. um and so but you know the beauty of people that the lord placed around you like mm. you peggy and um the family and cape town and just community in general um mm. that celebrates you um mm. and and like we spoke earlier um there was a time in my life where community was pointing fingers towards us because you guys your family is broken mm. your mom is doing this your father is doing this and now the community has a different perspective and mm. um and see um your despite all the stuff that we've been through look where we are today look at this young man um that what he what he has achieved um despite all his challenges mm. um and so it's it's beautiful to just to reflect that uh, back to that mm. even now thinking of it yeah so be what um uh, what is the one thing that if you could be remembered for you would want this to be the thing people keep in mind about you yeah <laughs> um i think um you that nothing is impossible doesn't matter where you come from doesn't matter where you stay because i am from a community um you know that is known for gangsterism and um a lot of violence and a lot of crazy stuff is happening there mm-hmm. um but despite all of those things um your your space or your place doesn't determine your destiny what what's important is um that you need to dream big mm-hmm. um and try and work hard um because i i was not an a student in school mm-hmm. but i i did my best to mm-hmm. the ability that i that i could um and so um looking back um the hard work i think i've put in mm-hmm. <laughs> i can see now the the fruit of that and mm-hmm. so um we yeah, have to never give up um um to continue dreaming because i think that is one thing especially in this generation today we don't dream we mm-hmm. we we lost the um that concept or idea of because we can create so many things on our phones you know a mm-hmm. false reality of um where we are or what our life looks like mm-hmm. um and so we we stop dreaming of uh, pursuing things that um we see on TV or mm. that we see ourselves in in fact working hard for that thing mm. um and so yeah um 
it doesn't matter your 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 surrounding or where you come from it doesn't define you mm-hmm. um but what defines you is um what you are willing to put into um to achieve your goals to to achieve success um and for us all of us it might look different um mm-hmm. than mine um but once you set your mind to what you want to achieve work hard for it um mm-hmm. do the best you can um and also i think along the journey relationships is important don't mm-hmm. think you can do this as a one man show mm-hmm. um and i know sometimes it's it's difficult to trust people mm-hmm. because it's challenging mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah you 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 can do anything you can achieve i mean you as as yourself big is such a big inspiration and a testimony I, i spoke to you a few weeks ago and i was saying you you're so inspired you're so inspiring um you. you because there's a lot of stuff that comes on your way but you push and you you see things bigger than what people see i mean mm. you put up a show in a place that people would think is she crazy she doesn't even even have the money for that but yet you see yourself um doing big things whether there's money or not and mm-hmm. someone said this is my last word someone said they were working on on a project and um they had this building in 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 mind and she said um you know her auntie beth mm-hmm. she said you have to face it until you make it mm-hmm. so speak it as though it is there mm-hmm. or, or as though you're working with the, that thing um mm-hmm. in order for you to then you know achieve it success yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. thanks selvi what is one funny story you'd want to tell people about yourself in parting shame it's not a it's actually not a funny story you know it's a more sad story <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking now funny and then that thing came to my mind which is not funny mm-hmm. but you know why it also made it why it is funny mm-hmm. so you know one day i we were we were at, um one outing without shirts and so i stood in front of the pool like the big pool mm-hmm. i was looking at everyone swimming and i was small so i was like thinking why these people can swim yeah so that means i can also swim yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, little did i know that the pool is actually deep so i stood there and i jumped in the pool mm-hmm. but you know at the at the edge of the pool i was just jumping in there and once i was in the water i discovered ah this is too deep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i couldn't swim at all and mm-hmm. you know i was really you know struggling to get out and i don't know how but somehow i ended up on the edge of of the pool um i was lying there vague so is that i was so angry because you know i was lying there and no one saw anything there was nothing oh no, no i was way. lying there um out of breath and then eventually just got up and then just walked away humbly you know no one saw that no one saw you could have died <laughs> but yeah i am alive praise the lord <laughs> Now I'm laughing, but it's not funny. You could have died. Exactly. <laughs> so 
Selby, thank you so much uh, mm. for sitting with me and just uh, sharing your story. Yeah. Every part of it, the thank beautiful, you. the painful, the frustrating. Yeah. I can't wait to see more of uh, where your journey ends. Yeah. Thank you, P. Where can people connect with you if they want to follow you or get your music? You know what? I actually want to say this here in the space. If you want to invite me to, you know, Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. um, you know, actually big it up been there before and I said uh, I don't know if I ever want to go back mm. but you know I, I would love to go back again um, especially mm. in this um, what do you call it um, in this space in terms of being an artist and you know mm. and connect with people in this way so people can connect with me on, on, on Facebook on Instagram mm-hmm. those are the most you know prime um, spaces that I'm on um, so it would be Salby Williams. Um, my music is on all musical platforms. You can mm-hmm. also just search for my name and surname Salby Williams. Um, and also on YouTube, there's a lot of um, stuff there in terms of music videos um, with mm-hmm. Arte Kafia Crescendo. And so, yeah, I mean, you can just follow me on Facebook or Instagram and you will see a lot of, you know, content there in terms of especially the music stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just if you want to connect connect guys music is so different now you don't need to go get a tape or whatever Mm. it's right on streaming platforms apple spotify you name it his music is on there so please guys follow him subscribe to premium (laughs) (laughs) on apple music and spotify and get to listen to this beautiful music uh from me um Man, it's, it's been so beautiful just uh, having to sit down with my friends and family and just curating a space for their stories to be heard by a wider audience. Mm-hmm. It's been fun. Thanks, Selby. Uh, I'm your host, You Mind. Catch me later. And I hope that you get to listen to all the episodes before this because this has been a series of conversations with all my friends from Cape Town. Yeah, see you next time. Thank you for crashing with us and allowing us to sit with you. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and to follow us on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and across other podcasting platforms.